Wolves Warriors Life Podcast 2021, episode 28. I'm Will The Edge Evans here with Brad Bono Larking. Um, like last week, we had Neil Young themed podcast. This week is U2. Um, Brad, from my memory, you're not a U2 fan. No. No. I, mean, I, I do. They toured. You, they toured. I was working with you, and you, every day, you would, and it was always on the rock about how they are touring, and you'd oh, have a meltdown just about every day. Oh, they they're just boring. It's it's I don't know. It's music. I like music that hasn't been heard before, and it sounds to me they've played the same song for about twenty years. Um, I do I do have though a, a guilty pleasure is there is it a cover? It must be a cover that they do of Everlasting Love. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah, is that's a banger. That yeah. is that's a ripper. I don't yeah no I'm not a huge fan of not the Edge anyone that stupid hat grow up. <laughs> oh. Um, interesting fact is his last name is Evans actually, um, the Edge, but so is Kane Evans, and he's an idiot. So <laughs> yeah, that, that had a nerve of you, didn't it? Oof, what a dumber. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, back to you too. I, I'm a bit partial to some of their songs. I don't really like them per se, but yeah. You wouldn't get an album. You wouldn't get an album cover on your back shoulder blade. Uh, not quite. No. Yeah. Um, so the, the, uh, title of the podcast pride brackets in the name of Walsh, um, I was a bit gun shy, uh, obviously we're a bit, we're proud of the Warriors again, they were gallant the other day, they were. it would have been perfect to call it pride brackets in the name of Lodge, it's so much closer to love, but I, I'm, I just, I'm still a little Not there bit, yet, you're not there yet. Personally, I'm I'm okay with it, but I I'm still not ready to deal with any backlash of you know, <laughs> promoting Lodge in that sort of way. Uh, playing great. Um, there'd, be but, picket, there'd be a picket line at your gate in no time. Yeah, yeah so just... cancel Will Evans. Cancel him. <laughs> um, yeah, and with the listenership that we've got, Brad, we can't really be. <laughs> no, we need to do all the groveling we can. But uh, back to Sunday, Jeez. Um, we were hoping for a bit of fight, a bit of backbone, and we got it in the most unlikely of circumstances. Far out. That was an effort. That was an effort. I don't, well, remains to be seen if they'll back it up, but far out. What an effort. And it even even before the injuries come, the first, first five to ten minutes, there was something different about the way they were playing, even with everyone on the field. They yeah. were up. Well, it's a, it is a shame that the injuries happened because, you know, they got out after that disastrous Chad Townsend-led start, they got out to 10-6, uh, then lost Torhu, Roger, Egan, three of their most integral players, uh, I'm sure, to their game plan in the space of about eight minutes inside the 20. Um, and then Barry, before halftime, played the second half with an empty bench. And they yeah. only lost 30-16. to 16. I would honestly say that's only the second time this season I'd say they overachieved, um, yeah. given the circumstance of the game, the way the game unfolded, et cetera, et cetera. And the other one was the Dragons in round six, I think it was, when they completed 100%. And, um, Injuries aside, we, we would have had that game, I reckon. Or yeah, be a lot closer. Up. Yeah, they were, they were up for the fight, and Penrith were... 
seemed a bit on the heels. Obviously, no Cleary, no Lawai, so they they weren't the Penrith that will turn up and yeah, the big games in the season. Yeah, still a quality outfit. Um, yeah, that's why I'm semi excusing the the Kane Evans thing. I, I, something obviously happened. They were up for that game, and I might. I reckon it might have been like the old Fords might have been in the change room ramming heads and Tommy Radonikas in it. it just fired up. And I reckon that's why they've been doing it all week, getting fizzed up for that game. And I reckon that's why he's gone and read it on his sleeve. That's my only excuse. That's yeah, my okay. only excuse. Yeah, consider that, yeah. Um, but it was a, just a, the way they hung in. I mean, they, <laughs> hung, they conceded a couple of tries towards the end of the first half. Um, which you could understand, you kind of felt like the floodgates would open. They really came out firing at the start of the second half. Then Penrith got on top, got a couple of tries, two or three tries. And then we dominated the last 15, didn't concede again, scored one ourselves and looked like we could have gone another one or two. It was a really enjoyable game to watch. Maybe because um, it was kind of nice with that effort. Injuries aside, it didn't. It wasn't going to hurt so much a loss. Yeah. With all that coming into play. And but that Penrith and that yeah. lodge played out of his skin, man. Uh, he was amazing. You know, it played the full eighty. Um, just worked his ass off. His ball playing inside the twenty was superb. Yeah, it was a stat from um, from Jason Oliver. Kiwi guy, one of the best analysts going around, and a Warriors fan. He, um, apologies, I forget what platform it was. He writes for several outfits. It might have been Sport Tech Daily, but he um, uncovered that it was a career high amount of passes in the game for Lodge. Fifteen passes. That's crazy for a prop. But he looks good while he's doing it. He's not just shoveling yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, eight offloads and but he <clears throat> plays before the line, plays at the line, pops a nice uh, flat short ball. Um, it's a new dimension for a Warriors team, and particularly he's playing with Adam Fanua Blake, who is running off those passes and can also pop a ball himself. I mean, it's what exciting. Was your, what was your meter total? It was monstrous, wasn't it? Three hundred. Yeah. Uh, it was combined close over, to four hundred. It was um, Fanua Blake had a lion's share. I think he had over two eighty himself. He played all but four minutes of the game. Um, Do you know what old Gil done? Do you know what I'll get in my chance of picks this week? You went for Leota and... I I, pre- I I hit it and I was like, that's the wrong one, you dickhead. But, of course, too late, entered. And as soon as... Yeah, I know. They went in the game. Those, What a prop rotation that is. That is uh, phenomenal. So did, that, uh, did that cost you the, the chance of win, did it? Or? Yeah, yeah. I would have got the <laughs> I would have got the $150 voucher. It would have yeah. been off bright because I did share. But, um, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, would have. How'd you go? Oh, we're going. We're already pretty poor. Pretty poor, actually. Um, I think you want to hear to me. I see old. We're, I know we're digressing already, but I see old Tally's eleventh overall. Yeah, he's a, good. Yeah, he's bank, bank workers, eh? Numbers. It's all <laughs> yeah. numbers. He's not a fan. He's just crunching numbers. I'm pretty sure he feeds the um, the chance algorithm into his own bank algorithm and spits yeah, yeah. the answers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just back to back to the Penrith game. Um, just a, an incredible effort under duress. I mean, you just felt like they had to fold up any team. Yeah, not just the Warriors. And so I guess it's, it's been what we've been wanting to see is just some fight and spirit. In some ways, it's frustrating because 
if they showed an you know half oh, of the previous eight weeks, we probably got four more wins in the on the board. And uh, that would have been with thirteen players. We would have beaten the last half a dozen teams we've played with those thirteen players. Yeah. Um but it, nevertheless, what we wanted was a turnaround, something to be proud of, and we certainly got that. Uh, we spoke about the props. Uh, Reese Walsh, I thought, was sensational again. Um, yeah. You know, he comes to play, uh, put Barry over, great ball. Um, he was going berserk all day. Uh, I actually loved his little scuffle with Tyrone May. I loved it how he yeah not any shit and was yeah. prepared to going to the bleachers with him yeah, yeah that's it half the thing i think he was trying to struggle to get the grub off of him i don't yeah. know if he was actually going in, but yeah no that I, he's got some balls about it it's gonna be it's gonna take a while for everyone to learn just the way he takes a hit and he's he's a tough little shit man and he goes to the 80th i mean he were he dominated that last 10 15 uh great try hitting lodge uh was hitting Karen, sorry and then Taking the return pass to score a try, uh, went pretty close another couple of times in that. Um, after that, that um, great ball for someone tearing down the wing. Uh, just some really good moments in that last twenty. When you know you, you could have excused the team for sort of shutting up shop and Walsh, like he did on his debut when he got those two late tries for Ken. Just you know, any minute on the field is an opportunity to do something fucking wicked. Yeah. I thought at one stage when Jazz gave away two repeat sets in a row, I thought that might be the usual momentum swing for the next half hour and get a flogging. But they, they kept swinging it back in the weekend. Yeah, and a few... Um, so it's a shame Egan got injured and is now out for the season. Jeez, uh, that was a great moment, him putting Lodge through a hole and yeah. taking the pass to score under the post. i tell you what, Fonzie... Would have been so barred up, he'd have to whisk, he would have whisked <laughs> for a quick interlude after that. <laughs> yeah. But even it's frustrating too the the quick little hint that we got of the rotation with him and Nicarima. Like Nicarima, as he as it played out with Nicarima, he sort of slowed down a bit as he does. But that first ten minutes when he come on, when Egan went off and was nipping out of there, it was. Just a sign of good things to come, I reckon. That little rotation. Yeah, well, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it that you know we've got Roger at five eight, so there's there's no way that you know we're going to see Cody at hooker for a decent stint. Then Roger got it. <laughs> but they actually did go with Cody at hooker, which which was good to see. Not that Bailey Serena did much in the halves there, but um, yeah, Cody went pretty well at, at hooker, I thought. In Serenin's defence, I don't think he did need to do much. I think that maybe where Walsh could step in and Serenin could just be like another forward, pretty much. Yeah, I don't know if Serenin's doing too much wrong at the moment. Yeah, he did uh, have a couple of poor moments with the ball, though. Um, I thought anyway. God, he still hits. I just, I, I, I think I might be excusing him with the way is he's defending, man. Yeah. He's learning. He went to pick up a couple in the weekend, and he. You could sort of see him thinking about it and putting them back on the ground and thumping them back. Yeah, defensively, he's just impressive to watch. Um, How yeah, gutting was it? Curran can't get that try. Oh, that was a doozy. The, <laughs> it was a ripper. Genius. And perfectly executed, too. <laughs> so, oh, there's a bit of coordination required in that. Even the thought of it. Like, yeah. brainstorming in it. The team, just there, the pen and paper, and is man, what can I do? What can I do? Wonderful. Big moment that too. I mean, uh, I would have been annoyed to see that try 
given against us. So I, I didn't have a problem with the full pass call, but you do see a lot let go like that. Um, would have been a big oh. moment. I think it would have put us up 16-6, wouldn't it have? And yeah, 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 would have, would have been huge. Um, they had a great, a nice role in Walsh's try towards the end. So good game. For Curran, uh, Katoa, again, superb off the bench. Um, yeah. Yeah, as we've talked about, the props were excellent. Um, outside backs sort of hung in there. The, the, wingers both, yeah. the wingers both rushed in, Dallin and, and Marcelo, but um, overall I thought they played pretty well, just a lot of... Uh, I wish Dallin would start running in between players rather than front on at them constantly. That sort of power in between, hitting someone's shoulder up, yeah, yep. just trying to run in a gap. That's good. But it, still, I don't think I can take much away from what he does out there at the moment. Has he made a mistake yet? Has he had an error? Uh, no, know. so, yeah, it's a couple of probably you chalk up defensive misreads, but I don't yeah. think um, otherwise he's done anything glaring and, yeah, um, still impressing me. And, you know, that I wasn't a huge fan of the... Um, yeah. Of the of him coming on board, so good on him. Uh, Marcelo again overachieving. Um, yep. We'll talk about lineups soon because there are guys coming back surprisingly. Um, just running through the list again. Uh, Jazz, besides the, the uh, repeat sets you talked about, was outstanding. Yeah. In Eighty minutes, forty-seven tackles. This heart and soul type stuff. Um, Cody was yeah look. Really comfortable at, at dummy half. Um, yeah, Karen Katoa. Uh, There's only a couple of disappointments, really. I thought that Ewan Aitken was pretty pedestrian again. Doesn't offer much, does he? Oh, he doesn't create much anyway. I think he just seems to wait for the game to come to him and add yeah. where the Warriors are. That might work when you've got Johnson and Walsh, uh, you know, lining stuff up for your centres, but. The way they're a little bit just disjointed. Um, yeah. Oh, you know, lineups changing every week, particularly in those positions. It's if you're a if you're a centre that's not going looking for the ball and you just stay in your little channel there, you're not going to stand out unless you know something comes to you and it didn't. Yeah. Uh, Chad Townsend, horror start. Obviously, the charge down. I mean, you could see it. You, know, you could. Yeah. As soon as he caught the ball, I, I was almost shouting, don't kick it, Chad, you're going to get charged down. And, of course, he did. He, the tallest player in the game, uh, is bearing down on him. <laughs> he come back well, though. Yeah, no, I thought he had a pretty decent... And, yeah, he's clearly uh, carrying that shoulder problem still, so pretty brave effort. Second game, he's yeah. gone the distance with that. Um, Rocco Berry, how long's he up for? I'm loving that kid. Yeah, yeah, great. Just run some great lines. Um, yeah. couple of good bumps in that try. Jeez, you can just see that. He's going to be Joey Manu-like in a couple of years. Yeah, he's a big unit, eh? Hey? Yeah. Um, him and Walsh are just going to yeah. just see them being a great combination for years. And yep. lucky Walsh is going to be looking for guys that can uh, <clears throat> run at holes or half gaps like that. And... You pick up, pick up plenty of tries. Um, so yeah, know. hanging around that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, there's not really much else to say except um, just a nice little, you know, that we talked about it. it would be such a warrior's thing to produce goods <laughs> yeah. a game like that. 
and they didn't win, but they had a ridiculous amount of, of adversity, and that was the story of the game, of the post-game, was how well they did to hang in. So, Yeah, uh, great. Um, especially on the, you know, on the back of a five-match losing streak where they were extremely disappointing every week. Um, it doesn't doesn't take the pressure off that much. They're on a six-match losing streak now and five and 12 and down to 14th on the ladder. But yeah, they put in the effort against the yeah, top. That's what you can hope for. Yeah, no, that's, it's all you want. It's all you want for your kids. Yeah. Just to, just don't give up. Just don't give up, mate. Uh, great attitude. Yeah. Um, I, actually, I actually got some correspondence. I've got a little little piece here. Just If we check it into the match review, but... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's sort of a message thread. We'll call them Shane and Russell, and it's just their message thread during the game, just to just how an average Kiwi watches a game. And Shane and Russell, where are they? Like, oh, I don't know. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. I've sworn sworn to secrecy on this, but it's just the message that go back and forth between these two guys during a game. And this is heat of the moment stuff as well. Like all of us have been guilty at yeah. swearing at someone and telling me he's useless. Sell him now. Get rid of him. few beers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then five minutes after the game, you're apologising to everyone and <laughs> won't happen again. And duh, Sorry, duh. I shouldn't have called you that. <laughs> exactly. So um, here we go. This is sort of the first one. Starts when Egan actually puts over. Who was it? Sorry, put in the hole? Uh, he put Lodge through and then scored that, himself. That's right. So he put me, first one from Shane, well, fuck me. <laughs> There's an opener. <laughs> and then it's a quick reply from Russell saying, Daily M Hooker of the Year. He was, he was pretty into it. And yeah, then, that's a bit, do you think they're sort of shocked by Egan's? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that's sarcastic. Yeah, it's like. But sort of backhanded compliment type stuff. Uh, that's, what I'm, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm trying to look for, word wise, English dictionary. Um, <laughs> and then 14 minutes into the game. Russell pipes up. That was an enjoyable 14 minutes without to have it, without having to enjoy Cody in the halves. <laughs> Poor so Cody. Yeah, exactly. He obviously picked up the card and Russell was off it. Russell was <laughs> off it. And then the injuries must have happened. When was the last? So it went Rog, Egg, uh, Tohu, and then Egan, wasn't it? Rog, Egan, I think it went. And then Is that how it went? It's a bit later. So then Shane pipes up. The rugby league gods can eat a bowl of dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, not impressive. And then quickly followed by, this grows my hate for Penrith even more. <laughs> and, oh, this is this is the, this is is quite a colourful one, this one back from Russell. Agreeing. I'm going to have to sort of hide some words in here. Yeah, Russell says, yeah, Firkin, Bogan, Carmichael, Hunts, eh? Tyron <laughs> May is a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been when he was messing with uh, Walsh. Yeah, no, Rusty wasn't impressed. And then followed by Aiken is frustrating the Firk out of me passenger. He came right, though. And then Shane, Cody being far better at hooker will be better at when he's only out there for 30 minutes. <laughs> Come we'll on, Shane. I reckon it, and then he's, uh, Russ, Shane's obviously had a couple of beers by this point. I reckon I could take Edwards in a punch-up. Shane's Shano. Yeah. So Shano's here. And then he's got, 
and then Russell's come back. Yeah, Edwards looks like the kid that would mouth off to a te- mouth off to you and then sprint off to a teacher. And that was the final message. That's yeah. how they left it. No post game. No post game. No, nothing. No correspondence at all. Just dead air, <laughs> dead air until the ne- till kick off next week. So yeah, we'll um, we'll ke- we'll keep up. We'll keep yeah. an eye on Russell keep and Shane. Them keep them on. Hopefully they come up with a few few more bits of. Yeah, gold. Colourful. Again, the personal attacks in there, I'm picking Russell and Shane, heat of the moment. That's, yeah. Oh, okay. we all do it. I mean, yeah, exactly. You should see what I say about you every now and then. <laughs> Where are we heading next, Will? Um, well, I guess, yeah, that's, that's probably enough of uh, a wrap-up of that game. Everyone else has poured over that one. Yeah, exactly. Um, we've got the... Dialing it back 48 hours, uh, the big news, Phil Gould, no longer employed by the Warriors and the new general manager of football at the Bulldogs. What did you make of that? Uh, it, of course, you get shitty initially when you read it, but at the same time, how can he do his job that he was hired for at the moment? Yeah. Pathways in New Zealand with the current climate, in quotes. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm a bit filthy about it, but at the same time, it's, yeah. I think I can understand it. I, um, you know, seen, saw an interview on his on the Channel Nine show, and he seemed pretty genuine. He actually seemed a bit emotional. He was way over the top about how much he loves uh, Mark Robinson in the club. Um, was he? Yeah. Oh, imagine them two in a spa together. Gold's Gold's Baps and Shano's uh, uh, Robbo's. Hair gel coming out in the spa, floating around, all lathered yeah, up. No, um, drain it and refill it after that. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> that's a clean. It's a full clean. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of thought. I'm sure there's a little bit more to it, and I mean, I'm sure he's getting a lot more cash as general manager of football for at Canterbury as he is as kind of a floating around guy at the Warriors. Um, I don't. I don't doubt that he genuinely wanted to sort out the pathways at the Warriors and and in New Zealand and you know this the latest COVID flare up who knows what's going to happen the Warriors could very well be over here uh, over in Aussie again next year at this yeah, rate true you know I I still think he could have done a bit more to stick out if that if that was his preference has but, he got uh, no involvement? Because I thought at first he was. I oh, still a consultant, and good yeah. on him. That's yeah. it. And, um, you know, keep hanging around, and uh, or you know, he'll he'll be there to provide guidance. And yeah, yeah. If, if uh, you know. Were you filthy about it? How do you feel about uh, it? At first, when I just saw the news, and I you know watched the, I looked at, heard what uh, the Warriors had to say. Um, heard what Gould had to say and was fairly, you know, neutral about it. It's okay. Uh, yeah. I, to be honest, I mean, I'm sure he would would have done some great things for the club um, if he was able to do the role uh, in its intended capacity. Yeah. But to be honest, I'm also more than happy to go back to um, thinking of Phil Gould as someone that's not really aligned with the Warriors because, you know, kind of winds me up. <laughs> Does he? He's not a huge goal. Oh, I don't know. Just you know, he loves the um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Was, um, right, my mate Swamp says, he, he always says about gold, he goes, gold reckons he put the air in the first steed in. <laughs> <laughs> that's an outstanding, outstanding quote. <laughs> yeah, that's his um, that's his thoughts on gold. I always sort of chuckled at that whenever, he, and he uses it a lot. Every time gold comes up, it comes out. It's a brilliant line. Um, yeah. Any other news? What other news? Forty-eight. Oh, today haven't the Aussies and Kiwis pulled out of the yes, World Cup? Yes, they have uh, out of the World Cup. Geez, kind of inevitable. I mean, England have gone with this. Uh, oh, Boris has decided they're just going to let it. <laughs> Run right. Yeah. Let's just, let's just see what happens. Um, so you can kind of understand. I mean, I have no doubt that it's a sort of NRL slash ARLC directive and NZRL have just gone along with it, even if they sort of tend to agree. But, I mean, the risk to next year's NRL competition, if like it just seems inevitable if we send the squads over that someone's – yeah, it's a, you know it's very much unknown just the with the direction UK have gone with their COVID strategy and it just seems kind of crazy to send the That's, teams over as much as it sucks. I would have you know I'd love to see a World oh, Cup. Oh yeah. Hopefully we'd see as an alternative, which I doubt, um, like a three-test series between New Zealand and Australia at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, that that'll be a nice little. I don't, oh, they might do that. They're all in Aussie anyway. Um, they might do that. Is it? It's like the the World Cup organisers are just sitting over there with their fingers in the ears, going la 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 la, la and not listening, just like the Tokyo Olympics. Look at yeah. how that's going down already. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I yeah, I I don't really know how. And without Australia, New Zealand, I mean, come no. what a so. joke. Yeah. Oh, who would? Yeah, and. And really, uh, uh, you know, the other sort of second-tier contenders like Tonga and Samoa and Fiji actually still going to go with their almost completely NRL stack squads if Australia and New Zealand pulled out. I mean, I doubt it, and I think clubs will land players not to go. And um, This will be the catalyst and the excuse for those countries to pull out. They wouldn't have been able to do it on their own. Like, if, if they had pulled out before New Zealand and Australia... They'll probably cop a bit, whereas now at least the two big tier one teams have pulled out and they can go, right, they've done it. Let's let's pull the pin on this. Yeah. Although, is Rudy it's over a... there? Rudy's over there, isn't he? Rudy Wolf. Is that his name? Tongan coach? Um, How does he coach? Does he coach in English? It's Rudy Wolf. Wolf and, uh, <laughs> Christian, Christian Wolf. Christian Wolf. Christian Wolf. Who is Christian the Wolf. Um, Tongan coach? Rudy Wolf. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, what? Rudy uh, Wolf. Phil, you pad, you pad. I'm going to do a quick Google search on Rudy Wolf. <laughs> Rudy Wolf. Well, Another news. Um, Peter Haku, only a week away from returning. Did you get to the bottom of the Rudy Wolf thing? Yeah, he's a he's an NPC rugby player. He uh, now yeah. plays for Lyon in the French top 14. Yeah, Christian Wolf. That's who I'm saying. Who's Christian Wolf coach? Um, he's Salford. <laughs> No, I, th- I thought that he was uh, coaching the Blackhawks. Uh, oh, the is he? Blackhawks. Doesn't he? Oh, we are all over the show here. Sorry. Sorry, yeah, Michael, but... Great preparation. Oh, no, he's coaching St. Helens. 
Ah, oh, it is. I knew it was red and white or some sort of red. Yeah. Anywho, um, <laughs> dude, I've seen him in a red jacket sitting in one of those shitty, cold, empty stands. I remember him coaching a team and they had uh, collars and yeah, they wore shorts. Boots. They got boots on. You know, boots. Um, where did you go with that after that, though, sorry? Next lot of news? Peter Haku, come back yeah. next year. Yeah. Next year, next week. Next week, sorry. Yeah, yeah next week. Um, yeah, I thought he was done for the year. I mean, well, that's it. But then they're saying that off, that shoulder reconstruction was between three to six months. Yeah, it's quite a so, big window. Yeah, exactly. But um, who cares? We'll take him. Um, where does he fit into the equation? Although it doesn't look like we're going to have a full squad anytime this year. The way it's gone, we just keep losing. <laughs> yeah, but he'll just replace whoever's injured this week. Would you chuck him uh, on a wing these days? I don't know. I I really like what he could do at um, back at centre if he can sort of regain a bit of form. I'm a bit worried about one of the more sketchy defensive centres in the game um, coming back from shoulder reconstruction. <laughs> <laughs> Labouring on his tackling yeah. side. Yeah, no, that wouldn't uh, be good. You know, just in, someone with, with a bit more creative flair um, at centre. And who, who are you binning for that, though? Aiken. But that's not going to happen, is it? No, but if Barry is out now, I mean, Pompey's coming this week, you'd, you'd put Haku there for sure until Barry's back, yeah. and I think you could probably bung Barry on a wing when he comes yeah, back. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad shout. That's not a bad shout. Is that right? Oh, so Pompey back in this week. I haven't seen. Have I not yeah. seen the team list? Yeah, we'll go. Um, And also Chanel Harris-DeVita looming on a return, so we might... We'll go through the, this week's team list and the mm. uh, casualty ward and then see where these two guys might pop back up. Um, okay, okay, yeah. We'll play yeah, yeah. South Sydney on Saturday, first game on Super Saturday up on the Sunshine Coast. Um, Sunshine Coast? Yeah, yeah, so this is where we played them a couple of years ago. I remember when Cody Walker went nuts and scored four tries. Um, oh. And... Yeah, we're back there. It's yep. a bit of a surrogate second ground for the Rabbitohs. They play a couple yep. of games there. Um, and I guess maybe they're based up there because uh, there's four or five teams based up there as well. They're probably based up there with those other four or five teams. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, lineup: Reese Walsh stays at fullback. The wingers this week uh, still down and Marcelo Montoya. Uh, Ewan Aiken and Adam Pompey, as we said, comes into the centres for the injured Rocco Berry. Haven't seen uh, Pompey in first grade for a while. He's been out of favour. Um, yeah. And can we get him on a wing this year at all? Yeah, I don't know. I'd almost go Montoya. Yeah, I mean, mostly because we want to, I think, Pompey's future, his only future as a warrior, is as a winger. Well, these two those two centres aren't going to dish any ball onto the wingers we've got. It's just it just stops yeah. at them every time. So, unless there's like a you know a wide open overlap. Um, Pompey's played twelve games this year, all at centre, and has disappointed us. He's regressed. He has. Yeah. Um, so he started the season in kind of decent form, and he scored four tries in the first in his first six games. Um, done very little since. Um, carrying on through the lineup, Cody back at five eight. What do you make of that? 
would you have uh, chucked the Sean O'Sullivan in there? And, and I probably would have on the strength of his game off the bench last week. I probably would have, but I guess now, this... Yeah. That, there is a chance of a late switch. We'll talk about that with the extended bench. Uh, Chad Townsend stays at halfback. Um, the pack, Anthony Blake and Matt Lodge um, with Jazz Tavanga, the starting hooker. Um, yeah, not so sure about that, <coughs> as, as uh, especially now that Tohu is out. You really want Jazz play, playing big minutes in the back row. Uh, Jack Murchie comes from nowhere. Oh, no. Diabolical cameo against the Sharks. Uh, straight, straight into the starting. Straight into the second row alongside. I can I can foresee some um, late changes here, but Bailey Saranen also in the second row. Josh Curran moves to lock. Here's something to get excited about. Taniella Otakolo in the number 14. Is he on the bench in the 14? Nice. Yeah. We can uh, expect to see some probably bigger minutes and, we, and better conditions than we saw at Newcastle and a chance for him to show his wares. Um, yeah. Ali Katoa who's in great form in the number 15 Bunty back into the second ta- 17 um, not sure why he was the one yeah, I don't know dropped. why Brown doesn't like him eh? he's given 20 to 25 minutes a game when he is there and he's been left out a couple of times late I don't get it Leeson Armel in 17 I mean Bunty's re-signed Leeson isn't going to be you have to imagine why aren't you giving Bunty those shots like last week when yeah um the yeah it's, it's interesting i don't i don't i don't know if, if leeson's not starting i i don't like him on the bench coming on i'm not a fan of that i think he's a good starting prop as a rock out there but then coming on he doesn't deliver much unless oh. he's there for safety to shore it up That's yeah what it'll be. well you know yeah you certainly feel like we're going to lose a bit if Adam and, and Lodger both off at the same time. So you're talking about uh, late changes, though. Who, well, who's sitting in the wings? So the extended bench is Kane Evans. Hopefully he uh, stays that man gig. Um, yeah, make, him, talk, sit, make him sit there in the cold in his shorts. <laughs> Shall we talk about Kane Evans just quickly? We'll cover it off. Um, five grand fine. Um I was actually surprised to see him not miss a game, but, you know, probably the fine sufficed. Um, it's pretty fine, I guess. Uh, just, I, I guess just on past um, indiscretions of similar, well, of exact, um, of exact ilk. Matthew Lodge, his current teammate as a New South Wales under-20 player, wrote the same word on his tape. And I think he got a couple of weeks. Um yeah, taking out of context, maybe me giving him a hard time um, on our channels. I, you know, I'd have no problem with them with the word itself <laughs> or saying it. I mean, I say it on a daily basis. Probably say it way too much. But I mean, you're on TV, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, what did he think was going to happen? Yeah, it was people coming. Out, oh, what PC? Blah, blah, all this shit. Like, I mean, for God's sake! And oh, the cameras. <laughs> it's the TV people's fault. Are you kidding me? You can just see that in any yeah. one of the mill shot. What's Imagine written him in the like, shed with the vivid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he spelled it again, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, you pick up what is written on players wrist taping in any game you know whether it's a family member or instructions on what you're going to do in the game like um, if 
Bolton. It's one thing you look at and look for to read now. Yeah, I mean, you can't avoid it. And people are saying the camera shouldn't have zoomed in. They didn't. Like, I mean, it was just a normal TV shot and people screenshotted mm-hmm. it and picked it up. But, I mean, it was fairly obvious. And it was just a dumb thing to do. I mean, it's, you know, people are still going on about Lachlan Lewis. At least that was heat of the moment, brain snap. This is calculated. That's, that's what I'm thinking, too. Heat, uh, heat of the moment. Like, after two minutes, a normal person would have gone, oh, I should put another layer of tape on this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what was he, he? He must have known what the... the um, the, How did no one else back, see it? That Cameron George was going to be pissed off, and that you know, like, well, you know, I Why don't. Did no one else in the squad see it? But but you know, people do give a shit, and kids are watching, and blah blah blah. I mean, any I've seen a lot of people stick up for for him and say mountain out of a molehill, but I mean, you know, yeah, wake up. And it's not it's not the PC argument. That's far beyond no. PC. Like PC would be that guy's a big girl. Oh, you're not allowed to call the girl. That's yeah. PC, but calling someone a writing false. I mean, yeah, well, it was just stupid. Was my point as well. Like, I mean, yeah, if he said it in a in a post match interview, that's just coming off the top of your head and you know a bit of a slip. But I mean, this is you know, it was just dumb and it was only ever going to go one way. So yeah. that's my stance on it, and you're not going to change my mind. Can't even. Do better, bro. Um, moving on, Edward Cossey makes his way back in the extended reserves. I even cringed when I seen him sitting on the bench in his tracksuit last week. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's too close. He's too close. <laughs> I wouldn't be comfortable until, yeah, he's... Yeah, uh, yeah. No, uh, he, until same. he's playing for the Dolphins or something. That's when I'll feel I'll breathe a little bit easier. Yeah, when he's when the Dolphins have got the ta- same time slot as the Warriors, and you actually live stream a Dolphins game and you see him on the field, then you can yeah. Get... Whew. Whew. Nah. But yeah, no old Ed's there. He just ne- he just needs to learn rugby league a bit more. He's a big body. He may turn into an absolute weapon, yeah, but at the moment, yeah, I certainly never saw anything quite to the same degree in his first handful of games. But I was wasn't a Kemal Marlow fan until he no. played games not at all um sean o'sullivan also on the extended bench uh do you think there's any chance we could see him coming at 5-8 cody to hooker or 14 and jazz slot back into his uh yeah, the only downside to that though is if that happened i think you'd lose otakolo off the bench no well, i would start otakolo or leave him in 14 and jazz would just purely be in middle forward ah and you drop either I guess you'd, you'd drop, yeah, you'd probably get, yeah, you'd probably drop Murchie out of the that bunch. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I don't, I don't see. I don't, yeah, maybe. I'm uh, just gutted. Like, we're not going to see Cody running from dummy half again. That was cool. He played yeah. awesome. I'm not, I haven't been a big fan this year, but he was nipping around there and doing things. Yeah, I thought it was quite rad. Yeah, I'm just. You know that that could be the way we see it next year as well if he does yeah. stick around as him as a fourteen. It's not that we're going to have Otakolo. Am I saying that right? I hope I am. I apologise. I'm here. Yeah, Otakolo. Um, yeah. he he could be Batman next year as well though, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, it'd just be good to see. Do we even know? I don't even. Why are we so? I've never seen this kid run a football up yet. Really. Yeah, well, he hasn't. I don't know if he had any runs in that game against Newcastle. It's all um, 
all it's hearsay. All Fonzie's fault as well, isn't it? I think Fonzie pumped me no, up no, a bit Fonzie on him. Fonzie has is, is freely admitted that he has not seen. Oh, is it? Except oh, for, who am I making up? Who have I been listening to? Uh, yeah, no, he's, he's just got some big raps from uh, SG Ball and um, yeah. maybe some under-20 stuff too. Uh, I'm excited to see him this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we're going to see him, and so that's exciting, and, and it'd be good to see him play some big minutes for the oh, sake of the team because I think we're much better if Jazz can play some... Yeah, exactly. Hopefully he can do well. Um, last man on the extend bench, Ben Murdoch Masala. Um, yeah. Badly out of form. A shame. Um, it is a shame, that, because he started real hot. He scores six tries in his first nine games of the year. Um, then mm. just the boil and not making much of an impact at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, that's a, I'm, I'm gutted. Although I'm, I am, yeah, I'm surprised to see Murchie come into the side instead of him. So possible late change there. Who knows? Yeah, well, that's true. I wonder if he's carrying something. Oh, he's carrying something. I don't know. Who knows? You, you guess and guess, guess. Wonder what's happening to old Fuss. No update yeah. on what Fuss is up to. No. Nothing. Is he even there? Like, yeah, you got to wonder. It's like he's just slipped out the back door. Yeah, I guess we would have heard if, if his, him and his uh, family slipped back into New Zealand. But I wonder if he's just gone off the grid living up Tarkica. Apple thinning. Just decided on the easy life. Gone off the grid. Got one of those yurts, you know, those teepees, real flash teepees. Lives in a yurt in Tarkica. <laughs> uh, just whatever you need to... Get back on track, Fuss. Tough time yeah. for the big fella. Um, where were we? Just looking at ladder position. I know we last week losing didn't obviously didn't help, and it seems a lost cause. I actually feel more confident than I did last week about them making the finals. We're still, <laughs> we're still only four points outside the eight. Um, and, and that's even taken into account a likely loss this weekend as well, in my mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, ha- like, I'm reckon I can still lose this week and win this weekend, and we're still going to make the final. Yeah, let's start the season next week. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's such a as I say it every week, bottom heavy comp. That you know, there's teams in the eight that have, you know, two teams. One team is in the eight from, and they've won seven of their seventeen games. I mean, it's crazy. It's, <laughs> So you can't think of the normal benchmark that you need 30 points or whatever. Like, teams are going to get into the finals with 26 points or less. Um, it's crazy, but it's going to happen. And so we get this game out of the way. i tell you what, if we can somehow get a win over South, we'll come to the preview of the game. Um, full steam ahead for the finals. And because yeah. we've got such a soft, soft draw um, to finish the year. It's, um, and it's it looks all... softer every time you check it. It looks softer and softer every time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the only the only top eight team in there um, is the Sharks in, in our last six games, and they were poor against Canberra on the weekend. Um, we get them in a couple of weeks' time. After the Rabbitohs, it goes Tigers, Sharks, Bulldogs, Broncos, Raiders, Titans. I mean, you know. Oh, that's just that's just someone that's giving you a boost. It's someone just it's ridiculous. Man, I mean, if we'd won something, any other year, you'd be looking top four home semi. Yeah, 
Um, oh, well. So, you know, the door's ajar still. And I feel like if they can build on what they did last week, then, you know, there's no, no reason why we can't at least stay in the mix for a bit. I don't think we've got to mathematical territory yet. We're still not even in mathematical territory to make the... Yeah, well, when you look at when you look at your record and it's five twelve and you're fourteenth on the ladder, you think shut the gate, but then you just scale up six places and the team <laughs> that team's only won two more games than you, then and you know, they look terrible week to week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's going to be an exciting little scramble, I think. Hopefully, we can actually win the first couple of those games against our fellow strugglers to keep it interesting. Otherwise. You know. Yeah, that'll be a dark way to we'll be shutting it. We'll be we'll be putting the we'll be putting the cloth over the laptop for the the summer, mate. Shut it down. Turn the light off. Um. Yeah. So you know, they always find a way. The Warriors to keep us intrigued. They do. They do. Oh. Uh, quick little shout out here, Martin Devlin. Obviously, if you've been following the news. Incredibly tough time for him and his family. Uh, big Warriors fan. He, you know, no matter how, no matter how they're going, he gives them a lot of airtime. Um, you know, one of New Zealand's great radio sports broadcasters, and uh, wish him all the best. Good yeah. Fellow. And you know, some uh, but I don't know. I haven't had much to do with them personally, but people that I know have you know worked on a show for a long time, and they're doing it a bit tough. So. Um, yeah, just a little shout out. Yeah, it seems a bit of a witch hunt lately on him. Like, yeah, I know he obviously makes some bad decisions, but far out, he cops it. Which he's Poor really, uh, yeah, certainly. Yeah, not. exactly. But I, he's a he's a heat of the moment type of dude. He just spills out whatever is in his gob at that point in time, eh? He's, yeah, but um, I don't know. Yeah, all the best, bud. I'm sure we'll see him back. Um, yeah, moving on. Uh, just a bit of there's a bit of rare analysis on the show. Uh, Samuelson George, a uh, long-time listener of the of the show, um, was getting his uh, well thought out opinions out there on social media and sends the odd message and that sort of thing. And he's um, he's he sent a DM to TWL, so I thought it would. Um, Give it a bit of airtime on here and just uh, get your thoughts, Brad. My well. thoughts, first up, great name. Wish oh, I was no. a Samuel St. George. Oh, it's a cracking he's surname. destined for greatness. What does he do? It better be something impressive. It looks, uh, looking Samuel at his profile pictures, it looks like kind of a, yeah, kind of a hip kind of guy. He's got a cool hat on. And his and imagine pro- him in a penthouse apartment just sitting on one of those banana lounges, topless, just living <laughs> life. Sam St. George, killing it. Yeah. Anyway, great name. Awesome. Probably mate. got a Congrats. good rig and he probably doesn't even have to work out for it. He's just one of those yeah. kind of guys. He's probably still got a metabolism, though. <laughs> uh, he live, lives in Sydney, I believe. Um, yep. But he's a Auckland Auckland fella. Yeah. Um, now, he is... This was written last week, and I cleared it with him that, it, that we could bring it up again, even in the wake of a decent performance on the weekend, but He's got three uh, reasons why we are where we are. Also, I wonder if it's um, Samuel, if he says I'm Samuel St. George or I'm Samuel St. George. Saint. What would you do if you were, because it's, it's. I don't know if I'd go. Just ST. 
I don't want to. I would don't know if I would want to rub people's faces in it even more by calling me saint with mm. a name like that. You've sort of got to back it off a little bit. So yeah, I'll go Saint Sam Saint George. I don't know. I reckon you'd play up to it. Or you'd be um, I'm Sammy the Saint. <laughs> Sammy the Saint. Well, yes. There you go, there. Um, uh, anyway, um, so point one. This is his uh, reason: lack of quality slash turnover of halves. Where did SJ and Green obviously in 2018, and then went to Green and Cody, Cody CHT, CHT O'Sullivan. We haven't had any continuity really since Johnson left, let alone the the quality, as he mentioned as well. Um, said hardly eye popping names, and none of the combos have had time to gel. You can get away with it with uh, by having this is I'm, I'm not trying to take credit for his um, analysis here. Get away yep. with that. A fullback who's a great ball player sometimes, uh, but Roger obviously isn't. Um, just no one steering the team around the park. Um, yeah, we're doing well in, in your key stats, your completions, post-contact meters, blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, just halves, no polish and finishing off sets properly. So it's a good point. Um, it is, yeah. It's something that is obviously going to be, well, hopefully be rectified by Sean Johnson's return unhappy game on the weekend which obviously uh cuts me to the core hate seeing sj play poorly just gives the haters a bit of ammunition yeah, yeah it does wasn't good um and lack of footy knowledge just an interesting one something we don't really talk about but that we might have too many players who love footy and uh, we don't have the players so that who love footy and have a passion for the jersey um, we, you know, they play because they're good at it. They're big, bustling, physical specimens, but and they cruise through the junior grades, and it's just a bit hard when you get to this elite level. Ben Iken wrote an article saying rugby league is a tough sport, and only a few players have the mental capacity to handle it, or at least excel. Um, and that's just as important as your physical makeup, and, and you know, having all those physical attributes and speed and skill and all of that and maybe we've relied on the latter um too much particularly you know i know it's a cliche but with our old, uh kiwi heavy roster maybe it is something not that the, the warriors would even admit it but maybe it is something we've obviously got a lot more players now that were brought up through australian systems and maybe like you look at that 2018 roster there's only like two two yeah. or three I've always liked even a Kiwi that's gone through some grades in Aussie. Like even when initially Pompey came here from, was he from the Roosters? He came straight from the Roosters? Um, was he at the Storm? Yeah. Well, no, he was a Kiwi, New Zealand junior, and O'Sullivan got a massive woody for him and took him over for the to the Roosters. Yeah, yeah. See, but that's those ones with pedigree that have been spotted by an Aussie team, taken over there, then yeah. the Warriors get back. They always get me excited a little bit. Yeah, yeah, especially when they come back at that time of their career. Mm. Um, not that Pompey's probably your greatest example. Was no, but that's that's what I mean. He's he's exactly the type. Of, he's the player that sprang into my mind when he was when Sammy St George there was stating that then. That's yeah. what I thought. Just natural raw talent. Um, oh, yeah. I'm good at footy, but yeah. do I love playing footy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does it? Is it just you know? Is it 
burn, burns out of your soul that you want to win a premiership, that kind of thing that you, you know, <laughs> yeah, winning a grand final as a kid, that sort of <laughs> thing. Uh, and the third point here combinations, uh, this is as of last week, would use the second most players this year. Uh, had a lot of form and injury and suspension based uh, changes all through the year. With, yeah, with a lot of changes every week. Uh, I might have to do a little bit of a, um, a stock take of you know, how many times we've run out the same team in two weeks, uh, consecutive weeks. I doubt we have, particularly in those key positions as well. Um, Not the starting third, yeah, no, yeah, no. And, you know, that is fair. That but partly choice. I mean, Brown has changed it a lot based on his on what he wants to do. It's, but it's <laughs> a lot of enforced changes throughout the year. Um and again, this you know these four guys being out this week's just just caps off a, a bit of a horror year injury wise. I really I don't think it's um, been bad enough. I mean, again, I'm still surprised that people are so um, quick from all quarters, Warriors fans, um, you know, and neutrals to make excuses for them for this reason. I don't think it's uh, been bad enough to excuse them being five and twelve, but yeah, it makes it bloody hard to yeah to be win games. Yeah, but like uh, the the game on the weekend was exact was probably more my point rather than that we were five and eleven is the fact that they're playing or losing games the way they were. I mean, you can the still fact that we're actually capable. We're capable of winning a couple of games, and and you can have you know a patched up team or go through a bit of adversity or have changes and still dig in and you know the bonus with this year at least there's a bit of promise on the horizon there's a noticeable change remember the last two seasons we had dog squads and we were just like who are we going to turn to to win us games but at least now we are seeing there's a bit of promise yeah you can really yeah there's, there's a lot to look forward to yeah um so oh, yeah. it's uh, Sammy Boy for those insights. Bit of a um, Sammy knows his body. Don't give him yeah, too much. Does. I mean, well, I was going to say, yeah, that's a good point. I was going to say we'll get him on sometime. Maybe we shouldn't endorsing him. It's just It'll be the, a stepping stone for their career. Yeah, the Sammy the Saint podcast featuring Will and Brad every now and then. Yeah, not <laughs> every week. Yeah, once a month, bi-monthly. Um. Yeah, sweet. Now I've I've seen his face hanging around the joint, and he is a, a keen supporter. So, cheers, yeah. bro, for sticking with us, or yeah, even so. tuning in to start with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's uh, it's almost showing yeah. more background than than being a warrior, <laughs> being a warrior supporter. <laughs> Not only a warrior supporter, but listen to TWL. Holy hell! A lot of uh, massacres out there. That's for sure. Maybe he's uh, not in a penthouse. Now I'm. We're, we are running out of time, but right, I, we are. We have. I wanted to slot this uh, little segment in, so I'm just going to run through the first edition really quickly. It's Forgotten Warriors, um, and my first one, cab off the rank. I'm not even sure if you remember him, Brad, but uh, uh, give me initials. Give me initials. See if I can. And a sort of. He's got your initials. Yeah. Um, position. Halfback. Ooh. Decade? Uh, 2000. Only played in 2000. One year. Year 2000. Yeah. 
Oh, I've got no chance. Is it? Nah, it's not. Nah. Nah. His, um, his name's Ben Lithe. Um, it's a Never bit of, heard of him. He was a point-scoring machine halfback on the domestic scene by Tuckerty City Raiders in the Lion Red Cup. Uh, came through Mount Albert and Glenora. Um, yeah, played for a lot of a lot of those sort of New Zealand 13s and that sort of thing in the 90s. Uh, went off yeah. to Went off to witness for a year, came back, uh, carved up in the Auckland comp again, went to Burley Bears, won a Queensland Cup with them. And then the Warriors uh, threw, him a, threw him a bone in 2000. We had Stacey missing for uh, the first eight rounds or so with a broken arm. And so he came in and probably one of the most ill-fated uh, first-grade debuts in Warriors history, um, starting at halfback against Newcastle. The heavyweight nights and we were struggling we're leading them 18 12 less than a minute to go clear and kick charged down by bill pete and they score and it's an 18 all draw oh benny boy yeah uh that would be the only premiership point that he was a part of uh, played four oh, more that games. sucks he didn't get it right oh he played four more games yeah he played four more games but they lost them all um and yeah just went Back to his his journeyman ways. Um, Did he carry on or go back to sort of domestic footy yeah, and, or back to played, England? Went and played for Brisbane uh, South South in Brisbane. Um, yeah, played played for several more rep teams, New Zealand residents and New Zealand A and those sort of sides. Was a good footy player. Obviously, a real good footy player. Yeah, yeah, just uh, just your real tradesman like halfback that um, yep. around the domestic scene. You watch them, you know, a cut above. Everyone else, yeah, just not quite, yeah, NRL level. That sucks. Those guys that float in between it, doesn't it? It's a yeah, yeah horrible little mid ground. Salford, he should have tried Salford. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, not sure they could fit under your your Salford salary cap. You've already I got what he's doing now. Do you anything on what he does these no, days or after uh, footy? He's forty five now. Um. Yeah, I was always a fan of him. I used to watch a fair bit of Line Red Cup back in the day, and I quite like. Is that the Barticade Cup as well? Was it? Yeah, so he actually won a few. Is a linchpin in a few Barticade Cup comp wins for Mount Albert. Uh, him and Steve Buckingham, another uh, brief warrior, uh, two games in 1997. Yeah. A few. So yeah, that's the first edition there. Um, got oh. Morris. If, if there's anyone, any. Uh, Warriors like that, you'd like to see us. And if there's anyone that knows him on the off chance, what yeah, is, yeah. what does Benny Boy do now? Yeah. Fencing contractor? Um, Maybe went into real estate. Who knows? If you I know reckon, him? Yes, yeah, so just send him a, send us a few uh, details. Um, yeah, I'm sure you've got a few, Brad, that you'd uh, like me to take a bit of info on and reminisce about. Carl Tomata. Let's do Carl Tomata next week. You used to love talking about Carl Tomata. <laughs> I think he's just a fun name to say. I do, and Doc Murray. Doc Murray's another one. Oh, one of the oh, great he, he, Yeah, he just intrigues me. Because, I again, that's one player that I must have seen getting around playing fullback for Canterbury in that Bartercard Cup. And he was a gun. And then he just, he had that one, and he played a good game for the Warriors. Never seen, Never to be seen again. Scored a try in that reserve grade grand final against the Sharks in '96. Well, really? we get well, this is almost a bonus uh, bonus segment here. 
Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get into round 19, Brad. We're going to have to fire this out. I've got to pack. I didn't get to the coast last week, so I've got to go Sparrow's Fart tomorrow morning. Shit, sorry, mate. No, uh, you're right. Yeah, lucky you didn't go. You'd be doing this podcast on a pontoon by the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll shoot up tomorrow and get some cheap furniture, though. <laughs> what? Bloody Sally's will be chocking, mate. Uh, uh, first game of the weekend kicks off in about 50 minutes, so this is totally redundant, but Parramatta, Canberra. Um, uh, yeah. Parramatta has a couple of wins on, on the trot. Do you reckon um, all those people bagging Moses was sort of just creep back into their hole after working <laughs> out he played 70 minutes with a broken back? Yeah, so he didn't run it much. Jeez, he didn't run it much. <laughs> Shit, old Kenty. <laughs> yeah, um, so a bit of a blow. It's a throw a spanner in the works for the Eels for their premiership hopes, but hopefully he's back soon. Uh, Raiders, a couple of wins on the trot, creeping up back on the eight, but their hot shot young fullback. Um, Xavier Savage, man of the match last week, just about player of the round, out indefinitely, out for the season. Is he? Yeah. What happened to him? Uh, I forget what the injury was, but he's done. It's all over. He played good. That was that's starting yeah. to look sharp again. That's starting to look sharp again. Um, but it'll be a and good test I, to see where their form is actually at. So, yeah, uh, big big test for both. Um, hmm. Yeah, shoulder, David Savage, Jack White and rib injury, so oh, shit. intriguing one. I might have to tune in uh, while I'm doing all the admin for this and you're um, catching some Zs. <laughs> Just dozing off, surfing, <laughs> watching someone do some wood turning on Facebook. <laughs> um, I'll tip the eels. I think they'll get up still. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. I've got to go there. Okay, let's split through this quick, mate. Roosters, Knights. Jeez, um, the Knights were poor, hammered by the storm. Yeah. What did the Roosters get up to last week? They beat um, They beat the Cowboys. They did too. Yeah. Uh, too much Too much glass. So, yeah, you know, they do have Ponga back, the Knights, but um, I just think Walker. I mean, tough. Yeah. Roosters are, Roosters are, Manly could get them. Mm. I think in the race to the finals, I think Manly could um, peel them back. Roosters are they're limping, man. Yeah, I mean, they're dragging their foot, <laughs> dragging their way to the finish line. Um, I'll be interesting. This will be an interesting game. This might be my smoky for an upset, actually. Oh man, yeah, yeah no, I'm all over the Roosters here. Uh, Knights <laughs> didn't beat anyone of any sort of quality. Um, Cowboy Storm. Second game of Friday. Cowboys uh, were in it for a while against the Roosters, but bottled it late. Storm just demolishing everyone. Oh, they are a juggernaut, man. Yeah. Uh, even without Munster, Fanuke, and Felice Carfusi this week, I think that'd be far too good for the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, who we got on Saturday? It's us. Jeez, I guess we should probably say. Are we Saturday? Yeah, first game. What on time's that? Five o'clock, New Zealand time. Um, oh, this is good news. Uh, the Rabbitohs have got Jai Arrow and Latrell Mitchell back. Awesome. Oh, that's handy. That's good for them. They, they needed some bulking up. Um, but have they really? Alex Johnson's out. Um, so Josh Mansour comes onto the wing. Well, that's two tries. We're not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I think, yeah, I mean, it's a tough. They've been this is routinely, a tough game. They were they were a bit average last week and got a bit of a fright from Canterbury, 32-24 it was in the end. It, that's probably the worst thing that could have happened for the Warriors, a bit yeah. of a wake fall, because they've been absolutely dismantling anyone that was in the bottom half of the ladder. Um, so they should be keyed up and obviously, yeah, big ends with Luttrell and Jai Arrow. Um, but I don't know, rate ourselves a, some sort of a Smokey's chance here, just on the there could be a bit of, uh, you know, fatigue from last week. I mean, it was a massive physical effort. Um, but you start with starting with Fanua Blake and Lodge. That, They've got me pumped, those twos. I'm excited. I just want them to keep rumbling. I want them to well, – someone called them the Twin Towers the other day. And, like, and then I just saw it automatically WWF and Big Boss Man and Hakeem the American okay. Dream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they are the twin towers to me now. Tag teams. Imagine, oh. imagine, hopefully, Mad Monday they get dressed up as it. Big Boss Man. And that's what you should do for your 40th. WWF wrestlers. Oh, that would be sick. Although Ultimate Warrior would be a little bit. Imagine that dude getting around in a pair of boots and undies. <laughs> Tassels tied to his biceps all night. Half of them are just the Nundies from, from that heyday. So. Yeah, no, let's not do wrestling team. I don't know. Well, me, well don't dis, discount it. Me and you could go as the fabulous Rougeau brothers. Oh, maybe. the Rougeau, the Rockers. Yeah, the Rockers, yeah. <laughs> you could go as Arn Anderson. Who was, who was he with? Brain Busters. Was Cal, he the Brain Busters? Archard and the Brain Busters. Yeah, yeah. And they had tag teams that just had, like, basically no persona, like... They were just two guys and and two normal looking dudes in red trunks and called themselves the Brain Busters. (laughs) There was no fucking. That is so bad. They're as bad as David Horowitz. Um, Anyway, we've got. We're trying to really uh, shorten this potty real well. All of a sudden, we're talking about 80s wrestlers. Yeah, look, I think they just, you know, obviously good starters. Crucial and keep it keep their attack as easy and breezy as possible, and that Reese Walsh try and work some magic. Uh, it was great yeah. to get a bit more ball in, inside the twenty last week. Jeez, um, we get yeah, it's a tough matchup than the halves. Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds against. It's the, almost easier playing these tough teams. It's so much easier going into the team with no sort of ambition or expectations. Rather yeah. than going up against the Knights or a Cowboys or a West, that's a real nervy, uncomfortable game. Well, least with the, as long as we show some heart, you can be, you can be happy. Well, and these are the games that they routinely do better in, like they did last week. Yeah. Like they did against South Sydney the last time uh, we played them on the Central Coast. I'm just digging back in. Um, I'm going to have to try and knock out Leslie's Kitchen pretty sharp. I've got a kitchen to put in on Saturday. I didn't realise the game was Saturday, so I have to get that knocked out by five. Oh shit. Get down to the get down to the wreck. Um yeah, so we had at that time we played them on the Gold Coast. Blake Green, our halves leader, pulled out just before the game. Um Chanel into into the uh dominant half role. Gerard Beale actually started the game at five eight. Daddy, imagine what we thought of that. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. Um, and yeah, we 
only just went down. We actually led them. It was Cody Walker scoring four tries, um, and they I think they came back from a double-digit lead in the last sort of 10, 15. So it, is a ga- it is a game that we do do better and backs to the wall, no expectation, no pressure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think we're going to win, but I think we'll um, – I can see another overachieving week, which could set us up for a bit of a um, – you know, we could be licking our lips, looking at the likes of the Tigers and Titans and Sharks. Yeah, the- exactly. That's what I'm open for. Not yep. expecting a win. If we did, amazing. That's two bonus points. But, yeah, see how we go. Yeah, it's a real good time to have two tough games in a row coming into what could be our, the, the finals run if we, if yep. we yeah. But now, as long as there's effort, that's all you want. Yeah, exactly. I mean, geez, we're not going to, we've kind of resigned ourselves that a, a final spot will be, you know, it's a bit pie in the sky now. Just want to see some sort of, yeah, um, get a bit of heart for the last few rounds. Uh, carry on Saturday, Seagulls, Tigers, geez, Seagulls going along well, de- dealt to the Dragons despite Terry Evans and Trebojevic being out. They're both back. Kieran Four and Josh Schuster were outstanding. God, Schuster was good. That little ball. Oh, Foran was awesome as well. Schuster, uh, that little pass. There was one pass when they were getting the movement down one one of the wings. And he just put it on a dime. Um, yeah. Um, the forwards are going great, I think. Yeah, Tigers dealt to, oh, got over the Broncos eventually. But, man, I think that was, uh, yeah, it's the Broncos. And I think Manly will... Absolutely smoking this weekend. Yep, definitely. It will be a hided. Third game was here. I forgot the you on seven I. Um, I just have to bring this up. This was on three sixty the other night. James Hooper claiming the, the Tigers are shambles. Um, Michael Maguire under a lot of pressure. He's just such a. I love Michael Maguire. I actually think he would have been the perfect coach for the Warriors if if the timing had worked out. Yeah. Uh, but you can't. The one thing that you have to, that you can't feel sorry for him about is their recruitment while he's been there. I mean, for them to end up with James Roberts and Joey Leilua at the same time on his watch is just uh, excruciating. Yeah, they were just grabbing everything, weren't they? It was appalling. Um, and Hooper claimed on 360 that Tigers official rang the Raiders and said, we'll offer you Moses Mbai and... Luke Brooks, two of the most overpaid players <laughs> in the game, on two of the worst contracts in the NRL, for Josh Hodgson. Okay, he's, they're looking to move him on potentially. Yeah, yeah okay, who's your other one going to be? So obviously someone not, um, you know, not of, the, <laughs> of any sort of quality, someone we can't wait to get rid of. No, it's Josh Hodgson and Jack Whiten they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, don't, I mean, salary-wise, it's probably a comparable... Yeah, but sanity-wise. Like sanity the, <laughs> the reigning Dalian and medal winner, current <laughs> New South Wales 5-8. I mean, yeah. yeah it, it, it can't be true, Ken. Sure, sure. Is that serious? There must be more. Jeez, that's a that's a hell of a deal. wonder what Brooks is going to end up doing. What is Brooks going to do? And Ash Taylor, fascinating times. Ahead. Yeah, Ash Taylor. He, he's not getting any interest, is he? Mm. Looks like Super League might be his uh, best bet. I reckon uh, he. I reckon he'd go all right at the Bronx with 
Reynolds beside him. Yeah, yeah. Well, he just it can't. Rather than a leading half, he's not. He's not the dominant half. Nah, I reckon he'd have a hell of a season playing next to Reynolds. Mm. Um, I assume we're both going manly there. Panthers Broncos wrapping up Saturday. Yeah, I think uh, Panthers will. These guys a bit of a touch up. Jerome Loi a big in. Um, what about them picking up Tavita Pangai Jr. for the for the rest of the season? So has that actually happened? Yeah, is he there for the rest of the season? Yeah, bit of to and from, but he is there. I, Why do they need him? I don't really see how he fits in. Like, I mean, it's not like they're not explosive enough, or and I'm and I'm also pissed off if I'm the guy that misses out to him for a yeah. spot. Yeah, they've got the likes of Scott Sorensen, Spencer Lenny, you know, Matt Eisenhuth. One of these sort of guys is going to miss out on a potentially a premiership ring because. Pangai Jr. turns up to, yeah, you know, no, just a hotel ride for the last bit of the year. I can understand it if he's filling a gap, but he's not. Like Shane and Russell said, it just grows a hate for Penrith even more, that sort of signing. And he, he's, has he signed for the Bulldogs well, next year? Yeah, so it's good yeah. to see them finally sign a Ford. Get a Ford? Jeez, they've got about 80 backs. <laughs> they've, got, they've got about... Uh, Three origin rep, uh, three uh, centres and wingers probably having to play back row, so it's nice to see that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think Addo Carr's playing hooker. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we'll see how that works out. I mean, geez, I wouldn't be getting too excited about Pangon Jr., not on that sort of cash anyway. Nah, it's just reeks of a Tony Williams-type signing. <laughs> Does, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but, Sunday. Yeah. Who have we got Sunday? All about that. Uh, Sunday, Dragons, Titans. Jeez, I don't know if I'll be rushing to the TV for this one. Nah, that's... Um, yeah, much of a muchness on the ladder. We want to overtake both these teams. Um, no sane man could actually pick a winner of these two. It's a flip of the coin. Yeah, big changes uh, on both sides. Corey Norman out for the Dragons. Um, Aaron Clark, the big, uh, probably the biggest out on... And Philip Sammy on the Titan side. And actually, Jamal Fogarty, so... Ash Taylor's unwanted and steering the ship with Toby Sexton, the debutante, I think. He is a debutante. Yep. At halfback. Big pressure on the Titans. I mean, I'd almost have to tip the um, Dragons here on the strength of Ben Hunt and, and a bit of stability. In the Did you call me? Oh, Ben Hunt. Yeah, the, well... I'm still struggling to see how this uh, barbecue thing is affecting the, the dragons. They, you know, they've got to yeah. uh, sit all these guys out, but they don't. The lineup doesn't seem to change that much. Anyway, I'll tip the dragons here. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go Titans just for a point of difference. Yeah. Um, to be honest, uh, I couldn't give a shit. No need. Um, last game of the weekend. So this might be quite good if the Bulldogs could. Do us a, a favour and knock off the Sharks at Seabar Super Stadium. Um, yeah, but not bad actually on the on the weekend. Yeah, they um, weren't. They haven't been bad the last month. I don't reckon they had. They got a flogging from Manly. Before, they had a yeah, bunch yeah. Of out for their own little uh, COVID indiscretion. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I I don't. I think they've they've turned a corner slightly. They're a little bit around the corner. They're not. They haven't turned a corner. Sort of just hitting the apex. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I'd, I'd love them. Yeah, right. So we're actually at the point where people are going to start doing us favours. So we need to back the Bulldogs here. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Um, I think they can do it, man. Sean Johnson needs uh, to pull out something better than he did last week for the Sharks to yeah, yeah. hang on. Um, yeah, they've got no, 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 nothing, no massive changes. Although Aiden Tolman is out for the Sharks. Ooh, savage blow! Jeez, I bet the TAB quickly adjusted their prices when he got called (laughs) out. I think uh, betting's still suspended. Actually, they're still crunching the numbers on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't mind the Bulldogs for an upset here. Maybe it's um, my Warriors tinge goggles on here, but I think that they are a chance. Yeah, that's enough. Um, I'm with you. I, I, that's what I'll be barracking for anyway. And saying that, I still want to see Sean Johnson play well, so I'm conflicted. Play well in a loss. Yeah. Fair uh, enough. Yeah, that, I think we're done. I think you need to go and pack Brad. Um, have a good time on the coast after your false start. What did you get up to with Odie? Did, did oh, Trace, uh, Trace and... Yeah, Trace and Ted went scant. Yeah. They went away for the weekend, and I had Otis, and I was rooted once Trace got home. It doesn't stop, man. I... I don't think I realised how much Ted looks after him for us. He is just full <laughs> noise. We went to Space Jam. We went to Space oh, yeah. Jam the first morning. Um, how was it? The movies. Dog shit. <laughs> Do not. If if anyone wants to go see Space Jam, it is terrible. Like, there's not even one funny bit in it. I thought with Tweety and Sylvester and all that. Although Daffy Duck, he's still funny. He's an idiot. I don't mind Daffy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, now it's, who's coming around to Space yeah, Jam? Yeah, but no, nah, Space Jam was was bad. And then what have we? Done? I can't remember what we done the Saturday. We kept busy. We kept busy, but it wasn't wasn't a trip to the coast. But now I've got to do that tomorrow. So yeah, not looking forward to the drive. Seven and a half hours in a truck cruising up there, and then we'll yeah spend the weekend. Uh, I don't know. That's all that's going to happen, I suppose. Oh, good luck, man. Hopefully you get uh, our election done in time for kickoff and um, look forward to I'm sure you have a couple of tales from that. Yeah, yeah, no, from... there's a couple already. I'm not looking forward to the kitchen. The old man's already asking me questions about where the gas pipe should be and some electrical plugs that he's just got to shift. So I know everything's ready, but I know I'm going to turn up there and nothing's going to be ready. And I'll just be there going, oh, no. So we'll see how it, we'll see how it fares. Um, but yeah, get that done, and then or we can start next week's episode with a bit of a vent. Um, yeah, yeah. Unload about unload about that experience. Yeah, how Leslie wound me up, that, and then I'll be back into it next week. She's been busy, busy at my end actually. Yeah, good work, mate. Oh well, um, yeah. Thanks for squeezing us in, and um, we'll let you go. Uh, good night, Brad. Good night, Will. <laughs>